Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. And we're back. We're live. We are back. We are back. The OC. The OC. Welcome back, everyone. Coming off last week's uh, hiatus for you. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Rested. Rested. Where, where? You were at a graduation, actually. Oh, Naomi. right. That's Naomi's right. grad. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I definitely heard about that. <laughs> I read, uh, or I listened to the... Uh, <clears throat> well, actually, that was the... Uh, Eight Mindful Minutes. Yeah. Eight Mindful Minutes, yeah. yeah. You got a little bit in the uh, podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, that'll be next week. Open season. Open season. Yeah. On that note, uh, for those of you that are actually watching, you'll notice that there's someone that's not here. Mm -hmm. Um, The paler one of the three of us. Yes. (laughs) Is working on his tan. He's down in Florida (laughs) trying to get tan so he doesn't flag down planes. Yeah. Um, With his. Translucent skin. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes. Yeah. Jason, we love you. We hope you're having fun with your family. Yes. And we put sunscreen. Yeah, put sunscreen. 60. For the love of God. Yeah. Yeah. 60 SP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. We're, we're, uh, we're going to kind of springboard off of what we spoke about last week, though. Right. Um, we just briefed Kev on the Coles notes of uh, last week's episode. Right, right. So the famous four questions from last week. Yep. Four questions. So if you haven't listened to that one, it's worth going back to yep. listen to last week's episode. Um, yeah, this has always been one of our like go-tos, right? Is the, yes. the one key thing you can tell a therapist for, uh, you know, amping up their communication game is, is to answer these four questions going into an appointment, right? So we had like, what? answering like what is wrong with me yes obviously put yourself in their shoes right they they want to know these four things what's wrong with me can you help me uh how long is that going to take what's the game plan for that and potentially how much will that cost Mm -hmm. and we we framed that one and two really they go well together and then three and four right because you can kind of answer um yeah they can do the math yes they can do the math once you have a plan but it is important to people, right? Money is important to people, sure. uh, as we discussed. Well, it's a reality too of, you know, people that have insurance, people that don't have insurance. Uh, you know, it, we have to keep that into consideration as well. So it's then leads. So that's another important thing, actually. Beyond that, on that note, is that makes me think. Okay, well, that's a whole other. I'm gonna write that down right oh, now. Oh yeah. Maybe we won't get into this right now, but people that don't have the funds. Yes. So what are some things you can do with them? Yeah. Uh, to make them. Which we should be doing with everyone anyways, but making them more autonomous and what do they do outside? Outside, right? And make them more uh, uh, aware of their involvement in the process, right? That's the best way to do it is when someone doesn't have the money is to really say, listen, this is, you need to do this or else, you know, it's going to be hard to get over this, huh? So I was thinking about that actually this week. It's funny you mentioned that when I was walking the dog. Um, the, the idea of, okay, there are so many things. So we always talk about this, the, the awareness of, right? Unless you make the unconscious conscious, life will happen, right? But so 
in this process of communicating, which we're going to get into, if you can really communicate to the patient in front of you and, and open their awareness to the, to, to the reality that they are the ones, they're the driver behind this whole thing. And if, if they have very, you know, cause they can go from specialist to specialist to specialist. And until they see, like you say, until they look within and see what they need to see and then apply some of the simple basics, right. Um, you know, if they can go to like the fanciest functional medicine doctor or the fanciest specialist in the world, but until they start to kind of just build themselves up from within and, and take care of the basics, you know, if a lot of this stuff is, is, can be use, useless, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if you have no money, you can still, you know, start moving a little better. You can still prioritize your sleep. You can still, you know, get, you know, drink good water. You can still, yeah. right. Just, and, and oftentimes starting with that layered approach, you know, they're going to, you know, they'll then be able to access the things they need to access, right? So, well, that's it. And we're bringing it back to the principles of osteopathy of that, of, yes. of, uh, of re- reminding them of the body's innate capacity to heal itself. And why did you end up in this predicament in the first place? Well, you ignored all those things, yeah. like most people do. And, and if you can learn how to do a few of these and reintegrate that into your uh, routine and, and the way you live, then you wouldn't even have to come. Exactly. As often. As often, yeah. yeah. So it's not more. It's not what more can you do. It's oftentimes what 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 you need to do less of. Right? Yes. Reprioritizing yeah. those things. Um, but that's where that's exactly what we're talking about. That's that today we're gonna springboard off of last week's four questions. Yeah. Um, the four questions that all clients or patients need answered um, in order to establish, right, in order to for them to know that they're in the right place. And um, today we're gonna. We're going to continue that, the theme of uh, communication, because as we said, the best communicators have the best practices. They can connect with their clients. They can connect with their community. They can connect um, on a deeper level uh, to create understanding in order to like you get to light that fire for that client to then make the changes they need to make in order to get healthy um, in all aspects of their life. So. Um, you know, we're going to start off today with uh, this thought that uh, 93% of communication is nonverbal. Before we dive in that, I just had a thought, like, it just makes me think, because like, some people get the impression that, oh, well, that sounds like uh, i got to sell something. I gotta... mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what you're selling is the truth. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're not a lot of people don't want to look at the truth. Yeah, but it's not like you're telling them, like, listen... You really need this. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, exactly. Everyone can, but they need to look at it. That's right. So it's not like you're stuck in this crappy sales job where you have to sell something you don't believe in. You know, like this Mm -hmm. is this is really uh, an honest delivery of information about that person that uh, you know that you know. Sometimes you gotta get good and get some experience, which we'll get into a little bit later too. I kind of added that to the notes we have today. yeah, you get good at knowing how much to give to that particular person on that day because that's maybe what they can handle at that particular moment, which is totally fine. There's no right or wrong. There's no better or worse. It's yeah. just, it is what it is. And uh, we kind of always want to have that, like we said before, you know, like the planting of that seed to allow that person to maybe have a better understanding of why they got in that predicament in the first place and to how they're going to get out of it. And then 
uh, give them those tools where they can really have that confidence to know, like, okay, if I do these things, uh, I'm setting myself up for way better resistance in the future just because you're just optimizing that resiliency to, to stressors and, and or whatever life throws at you. So yeah, so sorry about that. Little no, and I agree. I couldn't agree more. An experience, you know, honestly, we actually had this in our MBO where um, one of the uh, one of our students, one of our uh, from from our first cohort, you know, dabbled with in, you know, kind of like exposing the truth to one of their patients, you know, and then had a pullback from the patient. Remember we went through yes. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and. Again, it would be fun to follow up with uh, with them to see how that what has transpired. Right? Sure, yeah. But you're right; it does take time and, and experience to know when. Um, and you do this through again through listening, through accessing information. So the stuff we're going to talk about today, and really being present and knowing the individual. And you know, in life, sometimes some people need you know that that kind of kick in the butt. Some people need yeah. a little more com- kind compassion compassionate support, empathetic, right? It's kind of like the coaching component of the, of what we do. Being in therapy. Yeah. All the hats we wear, right? So, and that again comes with uh, experience, right? You, you can, you know, if you've been out there living life and you've had different coaches in your life and mentors in your life and you, you know, you can kind of relate to things that have worked for you, things that maybe haven't worked for you. And then you use that, you know, uh, use those tools that you have that every, all of us have, right? Because we've all been parented in some way, right? Um, through through life. So, yeah, that's what we're, I mean, essentially that's what we're going to dive into today. So nice. Um, so, so yeah, they, they, let's get back on to what you were saying. The ninety three percent of communication is nonverbal. Right? Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. So obviously, you know, paying attention. I, you know, we joke all the time, like. Uh, I had an example of being at my daughter's uh, soccer game and uh, you know like it's a it's a work hazard of you know observing people and seeing them and not only how they move but how they're they're holding themselves how they talk how they so all all these things too all these cues of how someone's posture is and how these are all so key to uh, getting a good reading on where that person's at uh, how they're living uh, what they're currently going through, perhaps. Uh, these are all such useful uh, pieces of information that can help you with your, one, your treatment plan, and two, with how you're gonna move forward with things, and maybe where you gotta put more focus on with that per- particular person. Right? Mm-hmm. So these uh, these non- <coughs> non-verbal cues are so important to read. It's like just, you've said in the past, Sean, you know, like of, uh, when you when you say like, you know, someone coming in and you notice that they're like vibrating at a, an insane level, you know, kind of to go up a little bit and meet them a little bit near where they're at just to, to kind of calm the situation down a little bit uh, or they're too low and you got to kind of do the same thing, but calm yourself down and then just slowly kind of try and bring them back up. So all these things are so key to read, to not, um, I guess, a negative effect on the treatment uh, of that day, let's say, or have to have a better effect of your what you're going to do on that day, just because you're creating common ground with that person. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, what, what I take from that is, um, you know, with the spoken word, we can we can try to 
or we can lie. Let's say we can we can kind of fib our way through life, right? Yeah. Um, but body language, tone, energy doesn't lie. Yeah. And um, so you can see when someone is incongruent with the message they're they're giving you via the spoken word versus what their energy is telling you, what right. their body's telling you. Um, and this is like you say, this is palpable. It sounds funny, but it is palpable. And uh, so, like we say, body language, tone, body position, um, eye contact, all these things, energy, you know, like the, like you say, we have are fortunate enough to put our hands on people. You can feel, right? You yeah. can feel that energy. So these are cues and clues that will allow you to create the, you know, the, put the pieces of the puzzle together and access the information you need to, in order to develop, you know, a, a plan for this patient. Um, but yes, communication takes place on more levels than than just the, the spoken word. So if you can be attentive to those things, then, then you're gonna be able to access the information, be fully present, and uh, then using the spoken word, obviously connect and explain it in a way that allows that, again, that, that understanding to take place and- uh, That awareness. That awareness. Yeah, right? yeah. So like we say, unless you make the unconscious conscious, life will happen and, you know, they'll call it fate, right? They'll just blame it on other things. Exactly. But if you can make them aware of all these things, um, yeah, you're you're, going to be that much more effective in creating change or just igniting the change, sparking the change for the individual, right? Because you're... It's funny. The more we think about our role here as uh, as therapists, it's exactly that. There's... It's a... It's mentorship, it's coaching, it's it's more than just the physical yeah. hands-on, right? Well, and, and I, I would I would say that there's a vast majority of therapists that maybe don't do that. Yeah. That's maybe where they're missing the boat a little bit and why they're, they're maybe not um, uh, growing as much as they would want to. Um, you're only hitting one little piece of the puzzle. Right? Yeah. So... To be able to, and it doesn't need, mean you have to go out and do a million courses. It doesn't mean you have to uh, uh, become a psychologist. It doesn't mean you, it really is just an empathy for that person and a complete uh, devotion to wanting to understand and help and help that person. Yeah, which we all have. Which we all have. And if the patient can feel that, yes, that's exactly yeah. what's going to bring them back and have them send more people. Yeah. It's funny. I just did a, uh, I did a continuing education course on, uh, on it's flowing a lot better than Jay's not. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of like well, energy resistance right? that's yeah, not here. Exactly. That kind of high, you know, vibrational yeah, energy. Like a nervous, anxious, <laughs> figure skating energy. Yeah. Yeah. A triple sow cow energy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't wait to take that. Yes. Yeah. No, this clip is going to be he's practicing on the beach. He's probably practicing right now. Yeah. I, know. I would say, uh, no, on the sand, you, if you fall, it's no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Jacob, you tell us about a big fall last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. This first, you know, practicing. You should start wearing a hockey gear while he's... <laughs> he's getting toe pick and then face planter or something. <sighs> I don't know. But can't wait to go to Italy. I, I hope you will all be there with us. In cannot the, wait to see a suit. Yes. Yeah. The sequins. The, like, like blades of glory. Yeah. Blades of glory. 
we will be there, Jay, because we love you, and we will be more or less because we like Italy, but yes, <laughs> but yes, we will be there with signs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like to cheer. Um, sorry for a little tangent there. Yeah, so <laughs> vibrational frequency and energy. Um, no, it, it, it's amazing again once you. Like you said, it's, it's, if you can access the information and you can be there to support the patient. So I was saying, I did this course and it's about this psychologist actually, um, who's talking, she's worked in obviously counseling for, you know, 40 plus years. And she's saying the number one thing is crazy when it all boils down to, she goes, it's not even empathy. She goes, it's kindness and compassion. So she's found that like, anyone who had suffered any type of trauma or loss, if they can get around others that just are kind to them mm-hmm. and compassionate, it's, it allows that person to process and go through. Um, and, and bring down their defenses. And bring down their defenses, right? Sure. And open up and, and it was- More vulnerable. Vulnerable, vulnerability, right? So it allows for the, for the, again, and it was all had to do with just kindness, right? If you have people that are kind to you and compassionate to you, uh, it creates a safe place, a safe place to heal and to move on from. You know the comparisons are so crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, you think in osteopathy too, right? So being in your heart center, like that, being the full main fulcrum of the body, right? Is. Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. Eric, all um, uh, dysfunction in terms of like even thinking of traumas, right? The dissolution yeah. of trauma is, is, uh, is when you can be in that space and, mm-hmm. and have that overcome uh, the what trauma does, which is take you out of that space and go into a protection, uh, a survival uh, frame. So providing that space for people is our job, right? Exactly. And slowly but surely you'll see with time, that's what people tend to do is they'll feel more comfortable and then that's when you can really have uh, better effects on people to allow them to express themselves, to allow them to uh, dissolve that uh, yeah. so that, that's perfect yeah, because this is a perfect uh, jump into so we talked about you know communication yeah. nonverbal body language tone energy right mm-hmm. sensing how this patient is is actually showing up right and what they've been through and, but two parties have to be fully present right in order for communication to take place yeah. so communication is more than just the patient telling you their life story right you have to be present. So con- being kind is making eye contact, is open heart. So your, right, your communication, your like, body language, your body language. It's a you know. So if you're like that, if you're yawning in my face. Yeah, they're talking. <laughs> this is great. But if you're yawning in my face, yeah. what does it say to me? Yeah. Well, I don't particularly like it. <laughs> 
but it is it is so so important those subtleties and uh, I remember even just talking to Kelly, my wife this week, and hopefully she'll listen to this one day. But just I don't know her saying something and me being like, yeah, yeah, I get it, but not looking at her, right? Right. You know, me thinking that it's done, but it's not done until again the the presence is there, right? So. And I, I get it, but I understand. So yeah, you have to sit and be kind and open-hearted and understand her wants and needs and desires, even if mine and the moment are like, okay, well, I'm ready to move on to the next thing, right? But that's communication, right? And it's gonna take a lot of practice for all of us to get there, but we can't. we're males. So. <laughs> yeah. we're, we have, we're dysfunctional to begin. Yeah, we like to move, right? So, um, you know, which is always why if you wanna to talk to your kid, what do they say that if you wanna to talk to your sons you gotta like play catch with them or you want to go right. for a walk with them or do a sport with them right uh, but that is super important so two parties have to be present so you the therapist we talked about this often but you have to be centered you have to be grounded mm-hmm. you have to be present you have to you have to convey that kindness through your body language through your energy through your tone um, and you have to allow them the chance to to open up and to speak to you with their body and with their 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 words so yeah that's a really important one yeah for sure and it's something that so yawning and taking a look at your watch you know. do it as you're walking up the stairs yeah. to your office but yeah. but with, that's something that uh, popped up in my head is like even uh today uh you know i, I was here at 6 a.m this morning because i fit someone in early so by 10 o'clock I, I just was i was like a bit tired you know so i i downstairs i just kind of did a few deep breaths, you know, and as I'm going up the stairs, I'm like, okay, I hadn't seen this person, uh, yeah, it was a new patient. Yes. Okay. It was a new patient. So I, uh, I just put in my head, okay, this person's been waiting yes. for a while. Let's, let's really pay attention to, you know, like, it's like really put yourself in the, their mind. Like they've been waiting, they're coming in, they really want your attention. Mm-hmm. And when you don't give it to them, Mm-hmm. Or you're giving the impression you're not. Yes. Uh, you know that goes a long way. That person's like disappointed and and running. Oh, maybe this isn't the right answer, or maybe this is whatever. They'll but, feel it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good point. So like that ninety-three percent of communication goes to both parties, right? Yeah. And yeah, for sure. So remember that if you're checking your watch or you're distracted <laughs> or you're yawning in front yeah. of a patient, right? um, they can sense and feel it, right? So. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we're going into um, the three questions. This is your this is a good one. Yeah. So then, you know, developing your communication skills too, it is a lot of the communication is also with that person's body, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we harp on all the time is is the Sutherland's questions too of, you know, uh, getting good at taking the time to really practice listening because it's one thing to do it when the person's sitting there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can play that game of listening to them and writing things down and kind of getting a good um, idea of where you need to start, perhaps, or what their their complaints are. And then once they're on the table, though, is then the communication with the body, you know, because people are going to tell you certain things that that's not necessarily what the story is. No, because a lot of people are disconnected and or lying, right? The story sure. they're telling you versus the story that they know internally is disconnected, right? And they're describing the symptom of what they're going through. Yeah. But they, they're not really going into why they developed that symptom. So, mm-hmm. Which is, I think, in essence, the, the ideal source thing we need to go after here. Yeah. 
So if you really do take the time, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. And I was fine, and I wasn't. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just that happens all the time. Obviously, you you're a bad person. And yeah. Karma is coming to get you. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so one thing <clears throat> we like to do here at the clinic, which we did a lot in college as well, is uh, answering those three questions of, um, you know, how <laughs> excuse me, how is this person currently living? So body wise. So if you're you know, whether your hands are at their feet, at their head, it doesn't really matter, uh, is to get a good idea of like, okay, on multiple planes, what, how is this body behaving here? Yeah, where, are there, the where are the resistances that are pulling you? And yeah. what, what are the main areas of concern that you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Uh, then when you ask that question, yeah. like you say, sit and be still and listen. Right? Yes. Yeah. And allow, you know, it's to surface right yeah yeah that that for sure takes a lot of uh practice to mm-hmm. to uh, get out of your mind and, and just kind of allow that information to come in uh once you do that it's a lot easier uh and happens quicker once mm-hmm. you practice a lot more so this is something i strongly recommend to practice on family members on your pets um so, and then it would be to ask the second question, which is, so how would this person like to live? And then normally the body's gonna show you something different. Mm-hmm. So then the third question being, well, what can I do to help this? What is the main area we need to start with to allow this process to happen? And normally there'll be a highlighting of that area of concern. And um, quite often the person will say, oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, and then they start either talking about that area that's been bothering them or uh, something totally related, event or psychosomatic that, that's involved with that. Uh, so then you really start to develop this uh, one confidence in later truly allowing yourself to listen because the body will never lie to you. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, this is such a great exercise to practice to develop uh, not only your listening skills, but your intuitive skills, uh, all of these things start to, mm-hmm. to increase as you allow that space to happen. So that's a one big plus that we'll, we'll give people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, practice those questions, you know, so yeah. we can repeat them. How are they living? Um, how would they like to live? And how can I help them live that way? Right. So what could I do to help them live that way? And uh, again, as you say, just, you know, if you're listening and you, that's new to you, just for you know for five you know, 10 seconds as, as you're evaluating the patient you can do it while you're you can do it from while you're holding their head you can do it while you're holding their feet you know connect to the patient you definitely want to connect i've heard one therapist do it you know he, he says soul to soul right so literally your soul to their soul to really communicate and uh, again without all the yeah like i say the kind of the fluff and the Identifications. Yes, yeah. the layers of, of whatever sure. you, that we put, you know, the, the layers of, um, you know, the layers of life that you kind of slap slap on as you go through this this uh, this game. So um, yeah, because it, yeah, that's a good point. It's because then it's like what you're doing is you're connecting to the true person. Yeah. So then what becomes apparent is the story they've been telling themselves. Yes. Exactly. Right? Which, which translates right? also into the the physical things that they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're complaining of. So uh, then, okay, so then that's great. You know, we talked about it, but it's like, okay, so you're in your office. You don't normally do this. Yeah. 
and then you're on someone's feet closing your eyes just doing nothing mm-hmm. so obviously like we've said before communication is key mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah you know so you i've explained this so many times to people it's just i want to get a reading of what's really going yeah. on in a general sense with your body mm-hmm. uh, so we can get a better picture of where we need to start mm-hmm. and what maybe uh, was at the root of some why this started in the first place. Mm-hmm. So most people are like, oh, okay. Then comes the crazy question after is, so how are you doing that? <laughs> so then you have to explain, obviously, you know, we've spent so many years developing this skill of, of feeling things with your hands. And yeah. So then we just explain, well, on several different levels we can test whether or not the fascial system the bones and stuff like that are tense in certain areas how the fluidity of the liquids in the body are, are fluid or not yeah resistance you can use the idea for again this is where all those analogies we spoke about last time exactly right? <coughs> so you can still make it tangible to them and um, next week we're going to talk about actually communication styles so um, when we dabble in there you'll be able to formulate um analogies that really tailor and fit the way that particular individual kind of leans to and sees the world through right the lens they see the world through and you learn to pick up that we'll we'll save that for next week but you're right to explain that to them just be honest with them you know i'll explain it too i say well i listen with my eyes when you walk in i listen with my ears when you speak i listen with my hands yeah right when we evaluate sometimes it's through testing and muscle testing sometimes it's through actually just being still and, and feeling, you know, and, and I can say, and we can feel, you, know, you can feel anchors, you know, you know, an anchor, you know, prevents a boat from moving. Well, that's yeah. it. So if we can feel that that stuff is, you know, being pulled to that region or stuff is stuck there, or, you know, it might be, you know, something worth evaluating, right? So, um, and people like Jason said this last week is like people are so interested in themselves, right? in particular in how things are the way they are and when you speak to them honestly and truthfully you know they're like wow right they, and they might this might be the first time that they've heard this because yeah. they're out living in the world where yeah. you know the paradigm they've been fed like well the paradigm they've been fed is literally like health comes from you know without right it's like you know you you don't you do you just go about your day and things happen by chance or luck and or uh, they're fixed by uh, a pill or you know surgery right like health comes from a pill and that's the kind of the, the marketing they've been felt they've been fed you know and yeah they only look at things when things are you know they don't listen to their body they don't listen to the check engine lights that are always there and until shit hits the fan right that's another that's another episode yeah teaching the patient how to listen to their own yeah body. yeah and that's your role as a, essentially as a therapist, right? Is, is, you know, we start by answering those four questions and then as your relationship on, you know, inevitably unfolds and, and, uh, you know, as Jason said, you become more of a necessity and less of a luxury. Yes. And they, they shift from the, the need to see you to the wanting to see you because, because of the value you provide. And, and, uh, again, the, the, the energy and the exchange that is provided, right? The yeah. value that you guys each give to each other, um, they are, they start to, 
they start to listen to their body more. They start to ask these questions. Yeah. They start to, and and as we said, as we alluded to, that's where the you know that's really cool because that's where the healing takes place. That's where they leave and they start to you know refer all their friends and family members to you and and uh, you know because of the connection you've been able to create and uh, the kindness and compassion that you've uh, you've shown. Like, essentially, like we joked, it's all love, right? The love you end up, uh, the love you have for yourself and for them, right? Yeah. And then they see that within themselves, and then they pass it on. So, absolutely, yeah. So next week we'll get into uh, yeah. more of that. Again, I guess more of like the the, the learning and listening styles. Yeah. Um, again, this is our communication series, teaching your patient how to listen to their yes the signs and symptoms. There, Sign, signs and symptoms. That'll be a follow up to that one. And um, yeah, and if you guys found this helpful, you know, share with uh, friends or colleagues. Um, hit us up. Osteo can or Oste- this is Osteo Connection podcast. Hit us up osteomentorship.com. Yeah. We do our eight mindful minutes on the, the social medias wherever. Um, you know, like, review, share this podcast with your friends, your colleagues, and um, yeah, we can't wait to hear from you. So awesome! Have, have a great weekend. Have a great week. Hope this out, Jay. Make sure you get the sunscreen on, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.